This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Parish Use Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for March 29th. United Healthcare, Aetna, and Cigna say they're moving to trim their prior authorization programs, which providers have in the past criticized as burdensome. That's according to a Wall Street Journal report. Starting in the third quarter of 2023, United Healthcare will remove several procedures and medical devices from its list of services requiring prior authorization. It also said it would eliminate many PA requirements for gold card doctors and hospitals beginning next year. Philip Kaufman, who is United Health Group's chief growth officer, told the journal that the company is not deaf to the complaints out there. We've taken a hard look at ourselves and this process. United Health processes about 13 million PA requests a year out of about 600 million claims total. Officials said the changes are projected to reduce the number of PAs to about 10 million per year. Cigna said it is it has been removing prior authorization requirements for about 500 services and devices since 2020, and Aetna said it's working to automate and simplify its process as well. AMA President Jack Resnick Jr. told the journal he's cautiously optimistic about United's changes, but wants to see the details to be sure they'll bring meaningful improvement. Well, CVS Health has completed its $8 billion acquisition of Signify Health, adding more than 10,000 clinicians to its network, the company's announced March 29th. Finalization of that acquisition follows the company's guidance earlier this week that the deal would close on or around March 29th, after which Signify Health will continue to operate as a payer agnostic business as part of CVS. Now, CVS moved to acquire Signify last September after a bidding war for the Dallas-based company, that included United Health Group, Amazon, and Option Care Health as contenders. Signify uses analytics and technology to support in-home care, evaluations, and service coordination for employers, physician groups, health systems, and payers, including dozens of Medicare Advantage plans. Well, the AHA and AHIP on March 28th filed an amicus curiae brief in ongoing lawsuits, U.S. versus SuperValue and U.S. versus Safeway, challenging the federal government's interpretation of the False Claims Act ahead of the Supreme Court's hearing of the cases. The issue at hand is whether a defendant's objectively reasonable interpretation of vague statutory language offers a proper defense to the knowledge element for liability under the False Claims Act, which imposes liability on those who defraud governmental programs. Now, in the brief, the organizations argue that the government's erroneous construction An expansion of the False Claims Act threatens the business activity of every government contractor, hospital, and payer, along with grant recipients in the country. They argue it also steer resources away from AHA and AHIP members' core mission, caring for patients, reducing the cost of care, and ensuring a healthy population. The two groups said, quote, while AHA and AHIP may not always share the same opinion on matters of litigation and policy, We agree that the current regulatory landscape and construction of the False Claims Act creates an untenable situation for healthcare providers and health insurance providers. If the government's argument is accepted, our members will be forced to spend more on litigation and less on patient care. The organizations contend that Medicare and Medicaid are critical programs that operate only with the participation of private parties, such as their members, but participation involves navigating complex statutory and regulatory requirements. That's why the government's argument is a significant concern. They said, quote, the government would impose criminal or civil FCA liability, even though it admits it cannot feasibly address in advance every potential ambiguity in its thousands of statutes of regulations. The rule it proposes would create a wild west of ramifications for any well-intentioned and legitimate hospital or payer 
that serves that serves Americans in partnership with the government. AHA and AHIP have argued the Supreme Court to adopt an interpretation of the False Claims Act that does not undermine the ability of our members to ensure access to high-quality and affordable care. And finally, Centene has named Tanya McNally as Senior Vice President and Chief People Officer. She previously served as Centene's Regional Vice President for Human Resources. She joined the company when it acquired WellCare in 2020. If you like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.